Welcome to Business of Design. Business of Design is the world's best business training for interior design professionals like you. The Business of Design podcast offers immediate, actionable strategies and a glimpse into some of the many field-tested, proven systems you can implement to transform your business and your life. After the show, head to businessofdesign.com and get started with the BOD 15-step project management strategy and six foundational programs. Together, they deliver the systems, procedures, and strategies you need to run a successful, highly profitable design business. There's no theory here. The complete BOD business model is yours through Business of Design membership. Business of Design. There's only one. And now, your BOD Advocate-in-Chief, Kimberly Selden. Hello, you fabulous interior design professional. It is so good to know you are there. I'm talking to someone I love today, Darla Powell. Darla Powell was a former Business of Design member and an interior design professional, and she launched her own business years ago called Wingnut Social. And uh, Darla is an expert in helping interior design professionals get found, get noticed. Um, And I dumped a big problem in her lap. And the big problem is this. My ideal clients don't seem to find me through Instagram. Now, it's not a problem with a capital P for me because I get a lot of work that's repeat and referral. So maybe that's cool. Maybe that doesn't matter. But I know for some of the listeners, you're new to the game. You haven't been doing it that long. You haven't found your sweet spot. And it's really important that your ideal clients find you on social media. That's why you do it. And over and over again, we hear from interior design professionals that lots of interior designers find them, but clients, mm, not quite as much. So I went straight to the heart of the problem and asked Darla, help fix it. And she was so terrific, giving us immediate actionable advice, which is the kind of advice I like. Immediate and actionable. It's a lively conversation. I think Darla has the best radio voice ever. And Mary, that was solid strategic advice. Ah, it's a winning combo. I'm so glad you're here. Quick announcements. We'll get right into the show. I had such a good conversation with Darla Powell. I know, have you met her in person? I felt like I hadn't seen her in years, but. Not in person, but like any of our, you know, BOD members, I feel like I know them. And they feel like they know me, like just my little podcast announcements, but I've spoken with her and emailed with her for years. That was the funniest thing. One of the first times we were in High Point and you were speaking and someone said, is that Cheryl? (laughs) I know. And I'm like, you know who I am? Like, I forget because it's you and I doing this that like at the end of the day, other people hear this. (laughs) Well, it's just, I think a podcast is so intimate because people just act like themselves. They just, you know, you kind of know what you're getting with someone who hosts a podcast. I think... In general, I don't know. Anyway, hey, what's going on in business and design? <laughs> We've got some really big events coming up. BOD 15, come on. You want to change your business? You want to change your life? This two days, we'll do it, Cheryl. Tell them what's at stake here. Yeah, so we're getting down to the wire. You know, a couple more spots left for both locations. Uh, I know we keep emphasizing that we're keeping these groups small. This is your chance that it's sort of a coaching opportunity too, because you know, probably half the group are learning this for the first time. The other half uh, have worked through it on their own through membership and need that extra push to implement or have project specific questions. We want to make sure you have 
time to do that. And fill gaps. Like the funniest thing is someone who's been a member for like ever, somebody I know well because they've been a member forever, is taking the course. And I think why, you know, I think you know everything, but they'll go, oh, I totally forgot about that part. That's why I've been having this particular problem. So it also is a way of just kind of plugging those holes in the bucket that we talk about a lot. And some things are easier to learn sort of through the conversation part of it, because some some of the systems are hard to implement because it's how do you find the words? How do you find the confidence to have those conversations? So it's not necessarily that they don't understand the system, but it's like out in the real world, how do I do this? Yeah. How do I ask for that retainer? How do I get through my contract in 20 minutes, line by line? Like, how do you do those things? Those things that sort of need to be part of a conversation. So uh, BOD 15... Uh, two-day intensive seminars. We still have spots in Toronto, October 4th and 5th, and then in Winchester for those in the DC area, October 25th and 26th. Details are on the website. As always, reach out to me, Cheryl at businessofdesign.com if you have any questions. It's so funny. Santa Monica sold out so quickly and then we have a nice waiting list and we still have a couple spots in each of those cities. So I don't know, you guys not wanting to earn money this year in those two cities? I can't be right because I know those markets and there are really good clients in those markets and you can nab them with the right systems, protocols, and procedures. So do sign up. I'm looking forward to hanging out with you. Uh, the Toronto event will be in my, I think we're going to hope, I think, like, I don't know. Of course I know. You guys are coming to my condo. We're hanging out at the condo. We just find we have more control and we don't have to do a lunch and learn that way if we use a sponsored uh, host, then there's always an element of like, here's a product and you should consider it. So come to my house. It'll be awesome. Yeah. We're going to have a great you time. Sort of, yeah. You need that downtime during lunch. And sort of as a fun bonus, when we ran this back in March in Australia, we launched a boss group out of it because those, the designers that attended sort of used that opportunity to really connect with each other and wanted to do more together. So yeah. um, you're going to meet some, you know, fellow BOD members, uh, and really connect and, and be able to implement together leaving the seminar. In your market. Yeah. Which is really valuable because, you know, they can help you with sources and resources and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, sign up. We're looking forward to it. What, what is the cost, Cheryl? So regular tickets are $21.95. Members are going to save $200. So make sure you're logged into your member account before hitting that registration button. Okay, sounds good. I guarantee this is going to change your business and your life. I feel really strongly about that. We've been doing this a long time. We've never had anyone say it didn't, it didn't absolutely meet and exceed the expectations. So I hope it's going to be you in a chair in Toronto or in Winchester. And Cheryl... I think it's time to get you on the road again. I think I mentioned it last week. We might be sending you on the road again. You have little kids, so it's hard. But you know what? So what? Give them to your mom or something. It's time. I don't know. Do it's something time. with them. Yeah, let's Put do Put them it. away somewhere. <laughs> 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 Thanks. Bye. We'll talk to you soon. Darla, it's been way too long. How are you? I'm doing really, really well, Kimberly. Thank you so much for having me on again. It does seem like it was like in the 1990s we did this last, right? I know, but it wasn't. It was COVID and like there's just a big blank spot in everybody's calendar. Uh, but I have been watching you on social media, which by the way, given your expertise, you ought to be prevalent on social media. So you're always in my feed and I I love and I support everything you do. And we're, we're very grateful that you've uh, decided to... Um, 
support Business of Design as a sponsor of the podcast. And if I didn't believe in what you did and I didn't see results, that wouldn't happen. I don't care how much money a sponsor has. So I'm really happy to have you here and to talk about something that's been plaguing me. Oh no, a plague. A plague. A, a real like this is biblical. Why don't I get clients off Instagram? Other people do. What am I doing wrong? Oh my gosh, how much time do you have? I know in the green room, we said this is 30 minutes. Uh, Girl, no, (laughs) we're going to need more than 30 minutes. Are you talking about interior design clients? Yes, yes. Like, you know, so often Mm -hmm. we meet so many designers who say that they are super busy on social media Mm -hmm. and they they enjoy it and they get so much out of it. And I say, do you get clients? And they say, yes. And I honestly, we don't get clients. We just don't. And Mm -hmm. I don't know what the secret sauce is. Um, I don't know why it works for some and not others. I mean, it could be because I talk about tequila too much and maybe they think like I'm drinking on the job. I would think, I would think that would get you more clients. Right? I talk about whiskey a lot and I get oh, plenty of clients. <laughs> see? Where are my tequila drinkers? I know that's a so, really loaded first question, but your expertise is getting mm-hmm. people noticed online. And so I thought Absolutely. I might as well write to the problem that's like destroying me, which is how to get my ideal clients <laughs> on Instagram. Right. So there's there's a lot of tools available to you on Instagram that a lot of casual users might not be familiar with. And you really have to go into it with intention and a strategic way in order to reach your ideal clients. And that includes the the content, your content pillars, how you're using your hashtags, how you're geotagging, how you're reaching out on behalf of your account and networking with other accounts where your ideal clients might live. And there's the strategy piece that goes into marketing yourself successfully on social media in general, but specifically on Instagram, is key. It really is key because you can throw up pictures, you can throw up imagery, and you'll catch the stragglers. You'll catch people coming in. Uh, that's a beautiful picture. You'll, But you want to get people who are searching on Instagram with intention. Mm-hmm. You want to get people who are searching on Instagram for interior designer in Miami and your firm shows up, you know, or interior design business coach and, you know, Jolly Fat Sweethawk and, and your business shows up. And <laughs> there's, there's Jolly Fat Sweethawk. <laughs> That's an old Jerry Lewis movie. I'm dating myself. Oh I'm, my I'm the only one in the world that I have, knows that reference. I love it though. It's really good. <laughs> well, you, you already lost me because I know I'm doing several mm-hmm. of those things, but I'm not doing all mm-hmm. of those things. So is this okay. a zero sum? Like, is this the kind of thing where you're either giving it, you're doing it all? Or mm-hmm. like half measures are going to get you nowhere. That's what I'm trying to get at. Like you no, can't dabble. not necessarily. No, not necessarily. I okay. mean, of course, there's a synergy to the whole thing, right? Then if you do everything together, it works better, right? right? But there's a couple of simple things that you can do right away. And I'll give you, I'll just right away give you an actionable tip. And this is so simple. And this is something that a lot of people don't do. But Instagram has two fields that are searchable and, you know, in their search engine optimization, for the lack of a better word for that, to where if someone is sitting in New Jersey and they're looking for an interior designer that your interior design firm is going to pop up in their results if you have something to the effect of interior designer New Jersey, interior designer specific city New Jersey in either of those two fields. And it's the user handle and it's the the name, your username, right? Those two fields, you know, so like for, we have Wingnut Social, which mm-hmm. is our handle and uh, marketing for interior designers or some such. Mm-hmm. When I was doing full-time interior design, it was Darla Powell Interiors, interior design firm Miami. That 
in and of itself, I've had, I gave this tip out um, on my podcast a while ago, designed by Wingnut Social. I've, I've received so many DMs that where people are just saying, I've, I'm getting more discovered. I'm growing my reach and awareness just from that one tip right there. So that's a, a passive way to get found by people looking for whatever it is you offer and whatever that is. You want to use that in an SEO kind of way in that description, you okay, know, in a way so that's not. You yeah. can be yeah, too clever. You can be too clever. You yeah. can be Kimberly you Sound be, Design yeah. Group. I love tequila. Mm-hmm. And the, ha, super funny. <laughs> not getting discovered. So in the actual bio, though, in the bio, like if you go to the Darla Powell, you'll see it says the Darla Powell. Well, that's not really a great example because I'm not optimized because I don't care if I get found there anymore. It's Wingnut Social to focus. Right. But you, in the bio, the actual written bio, like Darla Powell, meme curator, loves whiskey, little Debbie cake lover, that doesn't matter because that's not searchable. It's the actual username in the handle below or yeah the, the yeah the username and then your your handle and then the username below that are actually discoverable i always switch those around in my head so you Isn't can it, you can get clever in the bio that okay. doesn't matter as long as your value proposition is in the bio right so when you're writing the bio for instagram you want to put on there what it is that you're going to give people who are following you what will they get from following you as an instagram account because really at the end of the day it's about them and the value you're providing them Okay, so already two two important things. One, you have to be intentional, mm-hmm. which I do know, and sometimes I'm intentional and sometimes squirrel. And sure. right? And <laughs> and the second thing is there's two places that are searchable, and it's not where I was thinking. I'm thinking the mm-hmm. bio is the thing that's mm-hmm. searchable. And I also mm-hmm. am a trained writer. And you know, when you're a writer, you don't repeat yourself. You don't use the same word even twice in one sentence. So to me, if I were to put Toronto interior designer one place, I'd be sort of, I don't know if embarrassed is the right word, but like you can't put it again. Like, well, you know, people are going to think you're not paying attention, <laughs> but in fact, I should be putting it in both places. Should we, no, actually you just, um, if you want, like for you, let's say Kimberly Selden, right? So that's a, that's a, people are searching for that name, mm. right? So if you put are that they? in one of the that's searchable fields, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm assuming you're, you're going to be discovered right. in that way, right? Shay McGee, um, right. you know, Kelly Wurstler, they're, they're going to put their names in the bio. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if you're an up and coming designer, maybe, maybe your people aren't searching for your name. Maybe for now you put those descriptive words, you put the firm's name and it might be your name. It might be eponymous, right? right. And then in the, in the bottom, in the, the handle, not the username you put interior designer Miami interior designer wherever you are or in our you know home stager wherever you are or architect wherever you are wherever it is that your ideal clients live that's where you are <laughs> you know what I'm saying and that's how they find you but yes. in the bio you can get descriptive you can get flower you can get wordy because that is where you show what your personality and that's the hook for people to say I'm this girl or this designer or this guy or girl sounds super cool I'm gonna you know what follow Right. Because you actually, I don't want to attract a client who's too earnest. It's not going to work because I can be, you know, I can be irreverent and that can be offensive to some people if they're not realizing that it's a joke. Mm -hmm. I'm just a joke. Like I can't help myself. Um, so I love that for a lot of reasons. Let me tell, I'm sorry. I I have to tell you this. I had Maria Killam on the show as a guest and she's the same, right? She, I don't know if you're familiar. Oh, totally. She's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were talking about that being a, a positioning, a, a way of positioning yourself in that 
being polarizing sometimes, I'm not saying that you are, but I'm just saying in general, or if you can be a reverend, or maybe that's not going to attract your, everybody is ideal, is absolutely ideal because you're niching and honing in onto that client, the ideal client, your tribe, the people, you know, to be cliche, and I know that's, but the people that you're going to want to work with, who are going to love you, going to want to work with you, you, we're not all things to all people. So that that's brilliant. You actually want that. You want it, if you're a reverend or if you think something's going to be polarizing, Within reason, right? We don't want right. to be offensive. Let's or, don't grab you know, the you know third I mean. rail and talk about <laughs> politics, shall we? <laughs> Let's not yeah. do that. Poli- but, yeah. Politics and religion, unless you're really, right. you know, hey, you know, God bless you. But um, yeah. Although that, that would be a good, that would be a good self-selection tool. I think that would be immediate <laughs> and fast results you would get from doing that. Um, I still hey, hey, believe in, right? I still believe in puppies and rainbows enough that I want us all to come together. That's my dream. We'll see if that happens. Uh-huh. Um, I love uh, okay, so so right off the bat, like just be mm-hmm. really strategic about who you're going after. And is that another problem? Like sometimes uh, somebody will say, well, yes, I want clients, but I also want to be an influencer and I also want to be found, mm-hmm. you know, because I have this other side hustle. Y- you can't mm-hmm. really be strategic in three places, can you? Tricking. Oh, yeah, you gosh. can. And <laughs> how? <laughs> I mean, it. It's more work, right? right? But that is part part of what we do here at Wingnut Socials when we're piecing together any particular strategy for an interior design client or a home home to the trades manufacturer or architect is figuring out what is the end game. What is important to that interior designer or that business or that vendor, maybe it's a rug vendor or window treatment vendor or what have you, what do they want to get from a well-run social media account? And we've handled a lot of people that are business coaches, interior designers, and also have a store or or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. So what we have to figure out in the strategy is who is your main audience? Who are we speaking to for any or each of those three pillars, right? Content pillars, because it's going to be a little bit different. What is the value proposition of the account, right? So in the beginning, you have an overarching value proposition. Of we, we kind of touched on it a little bit in the bio of what is the viewer, the reader, the follower, the fan getting from your account, and what ties all these three things together and how do we arrange the content pillars, the content around each of these? So when you're doing a strategy, you want to say there's going to be a certain percentage of design work for any given business. If, if in the, For this example, a certain percentage of to the trade coaching, different hashtags, different kind of the way we're couching our captions, different target audience, a different set of content pillars for our our to the trade products or our retail store. And it's different for everybody. Everybody, Everybody's business is a little bit different on how that works and the percentages of original work or inspirational work or product work or, like I said, everything. everybody's different. And we have, which I think you've already been um, saying to your audience, our course, Instagram for Interior Designers, that has the workbook that, that comes with a workbook in the course to actually put together these infinite variables for your individual firm and figure out what that looks like, no matter how complicated your business model is. So Instagram... And that's a, kind of a long answer. Yeah. No, no. So Instagram for an interior de- for interior designers, though, is am I to understand mm-hmm. that you're going to tell me what I need to do and then I have to do it? So that's, Absolutely. So that's mm-hmm. one level of working with yeah. you, but there must be... That's our entry Is there level. another level for people who are super lazy like me and prefer drinking tequila <laughs> to doing work where you just go like, here, I over to you. I don't know what to do it over to you. 
You're, you're being so humble. It, it's not really about being lazy, right? There's there's certain levels, you know this, at business where, where if you're newer, right, you want to put in, you have the time. Right. You have the time to put in the elbow grease. So you can do a course. You can, you can do the research. You can follow the course, put that together for yourself. But if you're busier, maybe you're more successful, you have more projects, and you just don't have the time. And at your rate, right, you don't want to be spending time doing this kind of thing. You can just have Wingnut Social put together this all this research and strategy for you. And we it takes us about three or four weeks mm-hmm. for depending on the complexity of the firm. But we do all the competitor research, all of the value propositions, your differentiators in your market, what sets you apart from competition on social media. And while I do firmly believe a rising tide lifts all boats before anyone sends me any emails, yeah. <laughs> when you're talking about digital sure. marketing, uh, to market successfully, you do need to parse out those differentiating factors so you can stand out to yeah. grow your business. I mean, that's you, you've, you've yeah. got to be noticed. Your ideal clients have to know to mm. choose between you and three other people who are in a similar snack bracket or similar category, that's for sure. You mentioned that you uh, could have yeah. more than one content pillar, but I'm mm-hmm. going to... I'm going to venture to say it. I've been wrong everything I've ventured so far. But let's say I'm going to venture to say <laughs> that this is making you feel sorry for me, so you have to agree with me. No, not at all. Uh, I'm going to venture to say that there has to be some intersection in those three categories. Like you couldn't, you wouldn't want two things that are opposing. There's probably some kind of crossover. Like my three mm-hmm. pillars are my interior design projects, um, my uh, television and media work, and then travel. So how, I guess travel mm-hmm. fits in because my ideal clients travel. I mm-hmm. guess that's my thinking. And it's a big part of my well, life. So, you, so part of your strategy, because of your brand, is the lifestyle aspect of it, right? So right. it doesn't even have to be a physical, this is this is business A, business B, business C. You as an influencer and a celebrity in the design world, you have all these things going off. You have one of your pillars is lifestyle. And that would be the common thread. Weaving through all of those, right? So um, a lot of interior designers who are who are just focusing on interior design for their social media, but maybe they'll say, you know, I'd like to be on HGTV or I'd like to get brand collaborations or I'd like to kind of grow a little bit outside that bubble and grow my brand. That is a terrific way to start you know, putting those seeds in there to branch outside of just interior design clients, interior design clients, but to be more of an influencer, thought leader, and to grow that reach and awareness if you're so inclined. It does work, though, so... Make sure that is what you want. <laughs> right. Oh, good. Yeah. But the clients must yeah. be also attracted to that energy as well. A certain mm-hmm. client must think, like, yeah. well, she's really mm-hmm. got it going on. Like, that attracts me. Where another client might think, oh, she's got too many, you know, she's mm-hmm. too many irons in the fire. I'm looking for somebody who's just only going to be devoted to me for the next three years of her life or his life. Or yeah. Whatever. And it, and if you happen to be that firm, then you'll have said that that's, that's my, that's my focus. Yeah. That is what I want. Right. So you're going to attract the kind of client that's attracted to you by the content that you post. It's like I tell designers that, that come to me at Wingnut and like, I'm only getting decorating jobs or I'm only, I want a whole home renovation. And when I look at their Instagram, yes. I'm only seeing decorating jobs. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, you have to put it out, even if it's ugly or messy in your stories or you're showing construction, you got a hard hat on, you're whatever. Show those, cl- not in the feed so much, feed has to be kind of pretty, but in the, sto- <laughs> in the stories, right, to show that you can do this, you're capable of this, is what we're doing. It wasn't until I started really posting jobs when I, when I had my full-time design firm, Darla Powell Interiors in Miami, I, I noticed that I was getting... I put out a blog, kitchen remodel. Guess what? Uh, three kitchen remodels came in, you know, right. after I put out the blog or on, yeah, it started getting that. So you have to, 
it's a little bit of a catch 22 sometimes because you're like, I don't have those projects yet. <laughs> yeah. So you have to, but once you do get those projects and you start putting out there that, you know, you're working on, even in a small way, photograph, get all the video, do everything beyond that, save that and, and reuse it smartly. And you will start getting what you put out there. A hundred percent. I see it every day. Right. So I know off the top of the show, I said, tell me why I'm not getting my ideal clients mm -hmm. on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as you said, we have a limited amount of time. What are mm -hmm. some other things that you think would make an immediate difference in people's lives if they're, if they're in the boat that I'm in, which is where they're just not mm -hmm. converting people watching them on Instagram into interior design clients? Oh, there's a couple things that I see, and this neither one of these is your issue, um, I don't think, but is to be consistent, right? Mm -hmm. I've had client, I've had clients, I've had people come to me and said, you know, I tried Instagram for a month, two months, and I really just didn't get a lot of clients from it. I'm like, yeah, you're not going to get a lot of clients from it in a month or two months. You're, we're not selling widgets, right? We're <laughs> selling a huge expense. People have to trust, know, like, and trust you to come into your house. So just be consistent. Don't give up in a month, two months, three months. We have clients that have been with us at Wingnut Social for three, four, five years that have taken their wow. firms from 500000 to a million. But if they had quit on us in three months, that would not have been the story. Right. Right. So just be consistent and realize that it's a long game. The second one, and this probably should have been the first one, and you, you're not lacking here, is to put your face out there. If, if it is Susan McNugget's interior design firm, put your face out there. Oh Be my gosh, video. I'm totally lacking in that. Do you know how often they're... Are you? Oh my God, Cheryl's always like, take a picture of you. I'm like, no, I look like a troll. Like, do a video. <laughs> no, not today. I don't have makeup. You know, I'm not wearing makeup. Like, I'm the worst. And I really admire people who will just every single day, yeah. like, grab that video. Like, I would have so much more content if I would get over the fact that I look like I look. You know, whatever, whatever, you know, whatever. <laughs> well, you look, I think you're being hard on yourself, right? And I think that's well, something Well, we are, that though. We all are, right? We are hard on ourselves, yeah. right? And I I used to do that, and I, I just get over myself. I've gone, if you look at our Design by Wingnut Social YouTube channel, I am not a glamorous puppy on there. <laughs> I, I don't care. You know, I just get on there. But it makes and people I do like it. you and relate to you, I think, right? You said it. Those you are know, the magic words. The, yes. the secret to being on TV, people always say, like, I hate having my still photo taken. I hate yes. a photograph. Yes, I hate same. it. I hate it more than anything. But yep. being on TV, don't even not a problem at all. The secret yep, is I never watch myself on TV ever. <laughs> so I don't I don't care. Right. Same. And if true. I would do the same thing with my if I would make the video and send it to Cheryl and Tawny, they would edit it and upload it. I'd never see mm -hmm. it. Like, yeah, what am I worried about? Like, yeah, yeah. I know. Thank yeah. you. And I you don't like... have to do it every day. You do it once. We recommend it, uh, two videos a month to start, oh, just yeah. to get your feet wet. And in this day and age, just get your cell phone out, yeah. turn it around. Hey, this is Susan McNuggets. I'm at the Miami Project, and <laughs> this is the what this is what we're gonna do. You know, twenty. That's Gold. all it takes. Gold. I know. And yet That's I'm like, no, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> and then it becomes a big like fear ball or something. Yeah. So yeah. I, apparently the psychiatry is part of the social media package with Wingnut Social as well. <laughs> Thank you for that. It's oh, just girl. Lie on the know. sofa. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say to that note, um, I'm paraphrasing here, but there's never going to be a time where you're not afraid to do the thing, right? Yeah. So just do it scared. Just do it scared. You're not going to say, oh, I'm going to do it tomorrow because I'm, I'm going to be more prepared. I'm not going to be scared. You're yeah. always going to be scared. The first few times, maybe every time. Just maybe do it time. scared. 
Yeah, face, get out there, get uncomfortable and be great. Face yeah. the fear and do it anyway. Like that is such yeah. a, that is, th- those are words to live by. You know, we all, we, um, I'm, we love to end every episode with design intervention, which is just a great piece of advice. It doesn't have to be on topic. You could go rogue here and and pull something out of your hat from who knows when, but just a great piece of advice you want to make sure the listeners get. Okay. Yeah. You know, one of the biggest things that I ever heard for my interior design business and also for the agency was to delegate outside of your scope of genius. And I got that from Gay Hendricks. I read a book called The Big Leap, which is a little woo-woo, a lot of it. But this one takeaway, I ran with it. I was like, you know, I can't do CAD. Well, not that I can't. I don't want to do CAD. I don't want to do chief architect. Let me hire the junior interior designer who can take that all off my plate so I can just go out, you know, make the consultations, do the sales, Number one, at Wingnut, I have a you know director, I have social media managers who are all millennials and way smarter than me. <laughs> I always don't, you know, hire people who are smarter than I am, which isn't that hard to do sometimes. And that has made <laughs> all the difference in having a healthy, happy lifestyle, number one, yeah. but a successful business and helped me as an interior designer to grow and to scale that when I was doing that full time. And now the marketing agency. And that just, it was a little frightening at first because you you always, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to hire. I'm not ready to hire. But then you find when you do hire the right person, you wish, oh, I wish I'd have hired him a year ago because it's made such a huge difference in my business. Yeah. So I think you're leaning into being humble now. I sort of remember when you were right on the cusp of launching Wingnut Social. And I remember there was a little bit of fear and trepidation. What are you getting into? And I'm, I'm assuming that, you know, the wins that you had with early clients where you helped them and you changed their trajectory are the wind beneath your, you know, beneath your wings now, to quote Bet Midler, I think. I don't know if she wrote that song. <laughs> Should we break into song? Oh, right. Lord, no. <laughs> Nobody wants that. You're right. You're right. We were. I was just checking a client's account this morning. Actually, one of my managers sent me um, a DM from a client's account, and they were like, who's doing your social media? It's amazing. And I, yeah, that, that is a why. That's, I okay, love, that's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, no, wait. I thought you meant it was your social media account was amazing. So that was hilarious. But you were actually talking about your client. I love that. Yeah. Or when clients are emailing me saying, oh, I got a lead. Because we answer leads for our clients, too, right. and we direct them to wherever the client says. And we're like, it's almost like ringing a bell virtually in our in our chat room we're like oh so and so just got a lead from instagram we're like yay ha- sending happy happy dance gifts and <laughs> that's amazing so there yeah, is this it. potential then if you're strategic and intentional um mm-hmm. to attract your ideal clients on instagram but it's a long game it's not a it is a long not game something yeah. you're going to turn around in three months is there any way to maybe oh. it depends i mean your mileage may vary i mean we have had interior designers who get their leads in the first couple of months they might have their everything like just so squared away on their back end you know mm-hmm. when we take leads from instagram to their website or what have you it's just like a no-brainer they're just like oh the user experience is terrific and they hire them right so that's a thing too you have to make sure that you have all your systems and processes your website is in such a way that when we when we pitch that ball to you you're ready to hit it out of the park right well, well, so that's important. You said but something about yeah. being consistent, and I thought that's mm-hmm. where you were going to go. Like mm-hmm. one thing I've seen is I've gone on and I've seen someone who looks like an influencer on Instagram. I'll go mm-hmm. to their website and I'm like, what I'm seeing on the website is a huge disconnect from what I'm seeing mm-hmm. on Instagram. And that yeah. is really discouraging, I would think, to mm-hmm. anybody's client base. 
Mm-hmm. It is. We had we had an uh, interior designer who only wanted to attract like the top one percent of interior design who had brilliant, gorgeous interior design work, and the social media was just terrific, really great. But the website wasn't backing that story up, right? right? So that is so you want to make sure that you are cohesive in that way. So if you are getting your leads from social, that there's not that disconnect once you've gotten them off the platform, off of Instagram, to your website, into your funnels, right? You really want to make sure that is good to go. Yeah. Don't you you think that just takes one disconnect for the client to go, nah, that's it. And they don't ever come back. I I wouldn't, I wouldn't imagine they ever come back. Yeah. I mean, it is definitely first impressions, right? It's kind of hard to make a, a first impression second time around. It depends sometimes on the strength of your social. We have people who get leads from their DMs and kind of skip the whole website piece, but generally speaking, that isn't the norm, hmm. right? They are either going from one to the other to for gravitas to see how are they on social or they go to social and oh, let me look at your website. But for me as a consumer, yeah. If I'm like, I'm right now I'm designing my home theater. So I'm looking for vendors and home theater suppliers and, and architects. And when I see their Instagram, if I'm going to their website and it looks like something they put up on Wix yesterday, I'm, I'm kind of out. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, it, it just, it says a little something about um, your input, your energy into the business and your back ends, your systems and processes, maybe what that experience might be. Right. So it's super important not to forget that, that piece. Yeah. And everybody don't forget to reach out to Darla as well. Tell us how people can find you. Wingnutsocial.com. Everything lives there. Wingnut Academy is the Instagram for interior designers course. Uh, you can go and find out more about the the strategy, our full service, schedule a chat with me to talk how we can work together. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I do believe that I have a code for your listeners for our Instagram for interior designers course, and that is BOD20. Yes, you do. Okay, everybody, you heard that there. And on Instagram, we can follow you at Wingnut Social. Is that yes, right? Ma'am. And the, the yes, funny, ma'am. I went on your website uh, prior to us jumping online today, and I, my favorite part of my, lots of good things on the website. I love your bio; Thank it's you. very clever, it's very creative. But the best part is if you want to schedule a, a chat with the head wing nut, <laughs> right? Like already, I just want to work with you. So you're right; like it, it definitely will self-select your clients to find out who's right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. I love it. Well, continued success. You're just doing great things in the industry. And you know, I love interior design professionals and anyone who can help them get ahead is okay in my book. So it's really, really nice to reconnect with you. Same here. Thank you so much for having me back on the show, Kimberly. Any I love it. time. Are you kidding? Thanks for listening and supporting the BOD mission to improve the industry one design business at a time. If you're ready to implement an exact business model for running a streamlined, profitable business, field tested by thousands of design professionals around the world, head to businessofdesign.com and get started today. It's time to dramatically improve your business and transform your life.